0: Welcome to Indelible Logos. We are going to give you the words that are going to make a lasting impression. Happy Friday, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Indelible Logos. This is our episode six. Can you believe that? Episode six already. And I am Tiki here with you today. I thank you for joining us. And I have a very special guest, Jackie Wilson. Say hi, Jackie. Hello, Tiki. Hello, everybody. Yes, we are speaking to thousands and thousands of people today. I'm, I'm putting it out there. and we, we might be a few less than that, but it's okay. We're going to get there. So, Jackie, how are you?
1: I am absolutely
0: fantastic. Well, you I are have fantastic. No I know you guys can't see her, but I can. And I'm telling you that she looks fantastic.
1: Thank you so much. And so do you.
0: So do you. Thank you. you. It's been a while since we've been together. I think it was you said two years ago, right? It's at least two years. It might have been even a little longer than that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Time goes by quickly. I mean, it's the 10th of September already. And I'm saying I don't even understand. Like I figured I thought that summer just started the other day, but
1: whatever <laughs> I know we're getting ready to get into the cold weather now mm. as uh-huh. well as that
0: that other stuff is staying you know a little far off I'm okay that that other four-letter word that white stuff that falls out of the sky Mm-mm. no 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 uh-uh. I know what you mean I know what you mean <laughs> so tell me Jackie what have you been up to well Tiki um before the
1: last time you saw me, and I'm thinking about now, it was two years ago. It was the year before the pandemic. Um, two years before that, maybe in 2018, I started to hear some words from the Lord. Um, and this showing me different things. I had been working with him like for a long, long time just because, let me let me start this way. I was mad at God for a very, very long time. I expected him to do something, and he absolutely did not do what I wanted him to do. He had his own plans and things that he wanted to do for me, which I, at that time, I didn't really understand it. So it came to a point where he said, I want you to trust me. And he gave it to somebody who I didn't know. And it was a note she wrote to me from him. Wow. Yeah, she didn't know me. She didn't know I was mad at God. She didn't know anything, but he spoke to her. She was a prophet and he spoke to her. I took the information. And I started to cry because it was like, oh, wow. He actually has been listening and watching me, you know? And from there, he the thing he said to me is, he, I want you to trust me because I didn't trust him at all, just for the things that I had was going through. And he said, I want you to trust me. So he gave me little things to do to trust him. And little by little, little by little, I started to actually trust him in the things that he was saying to me to do and for the things to do. It wasn't always that easy for me because I said, you know what, all the stuff that's going on and all the stuff I've been through, and why can't I have the things that I want? But he had a different plan and purpose for me that I did not realize. And we'll say this to everybody else as well. We all have to trust God. We have to trust him. And we have to ask him, what is it that you want me to do? See, I never even asked you know, I never asked him anything. I was like, well, this is what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna do it in that sentence." but that's not the way it happened. So the things that I wanted to do, I was able to do it for a very short time and then he got me out of it. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is not what I wanted. But going forward, he gave me little things to do that I would never actually do at all um, because I'm a private person and I'm just not gonna be that friendly to everybody in the street, but what he did there were certain people, he would say, go and do this for that person, do this for that person. People that I don't even know, things I would never even do, but I would do, I said, I, I know I heard heard you say it, and I would go and I would do it. And then that was the way he was showing me how to be able to trust him and to go forward and trust. So with that, I started going to the church more, the church that we attended Um, 10 years ago, and I started going forward with that, you know, starting to be happy and whatnot, but there was one person that I'm going to have to say it again, Tiki, that actually was saying something that I should have been paying attention to, but I wasn't, I just thought, that was so cute. (laughs) It was actually your husband. And he would see me and my mom, we would be coming to church either on a Sunday or we were coming on a Friday, whatever day it was. And he would always see us and he would say, warriors. Look at, oh but in actuality we must be careful about what people say to us mm-hmm. now there was nothing wrong with what he was saying because it's something that actually came true but a lot of time we don't know that now what if i didn't want to be a warrior i didn't know what that was really it's other than being in you know being in the
0: service but you know what jackie what just came to me mm-hmm from a previous conversation that we had about this you were saying that you started to profess warrior and remember in the bible it talks about the power of agreement mm-hmm. so you heard francis say it and then you started saying it and that's why it came to pass because they're going to be people that will talk about you, tell lies on you, call you all kind of names and everything. And you know what? God is so good that he does not allow that to come onto us unless we get into agreement and we start saying the same thing about our own selves that other people are saying. And that's when you see things come to pass that should have never been or that should be. What depending on, you know, depending on what you're hearing absolutely so as he was saying this we started saying me and my mom started saying it
1: it was it sounded cute but we didn't know (laughs) because if we're going to intercessory prayer and we're going on a Friday night then yeah I'm a warrior yeah but that's not what he actually meant he actually saw something in us that we didn't even realize that we actually had and I started saying it okay next thing you know I'm starting to be a warrior because the Lord now has me going into intercessory prayer, being the warrior that God wants me, not being afraid of the enemy at all. When I see the enemy coming, I am ready. I'm locked and loaded with him. I have those scriptures. And if I can't think of one, guess what? I got a book with plenty of them. And I just like, beat him, beat him, beat him, beat him with all the scriptures I possibly can just going after him so that he understands that, no you're not gonna be able to do anything against me. So with all of that going forward and then being with my mom, my mom was an intercessor, as you know, and her thing was, you know, she was into into warfare. And I was like, I don't think I wanna do all of that. I mean, it's one thing praying on a Friday night, but to see the magnitude of what she was doing, what the Lord had her doing, it was just, it was a lot for her. Um, And I said, no, I I, I don't think I'll just do my little bit of praying, and that's gonna be it, you know. And then when she transitioned, um, just almost four years ago, um, I said, yeah, it's almost four years ago. Yeah, I said, I said I want to speak just like my mom. I wanted to because I wanted to do what she was doing, but that's not what God was looking for me to do. To be her, He wanted me to actually to become the person that she was actually becoming or she had already become. Because if you remember, um, at the church, my mom was anointed and hands were laid on her to be an apostolic intercessor. So I said, I want that now. I want it. But that's, the Lord, she's probably laughing at me. Look at her. She don't even know what she wants. She don't even know what she's saying. <laughs> you don't know what you're asking for. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really, really didn't. And then at that point, Nothing ever happened. So then once I came to myself and started really thinking, I said, you know what, Holy Spirit? I said, I do want to have the the anointing that my mom had as an apostolic intercessor. I said, and I don't want it just because I can have it or get it from her. I want it because I'll be able to extend from what she was doing and move forward. I said, that's what I want to do. And guess what? That same night I went to church and guess what? Mother Hines was at the church and she was doing um, prayers over the night. And guess what? She wanted myself, another lady, myself and two other ladies to hold together. And what did she do? She anointed us all. She, she anointed us all to be intercessors together. So if, since that day, the Lord has had me doing a whole bunch of stuff that I had never done before. So the first thing he's like, okay, I want you to have a prayer call. I was like, I don't even know how to pray. So I'm looking at a very famous and lovable Pastor Keisha because she knows how to go and she knows how to get the enemy. And I know how to pray, but I don't know how to pray like that. I'm like, I'm not that, you know what I'm saying? She has just a little bit more than what I could have. So what happened was the Holy Spirit taught me. He said, 1130 at night, you're gonna get on and you're gonna pray. And he would speak through me to yes. get what he wanted. Mm-hmm. That's how, and the next thing I you know, I was just like her. I was like, all right, this is actually working. And it also gave me more to think about inside of, okay, what are we gonna do? Who are we gonna help? How, how do I use this? But what he had me doing, he had me praying at night. He said, On the weekend, you're going to be a weekend warrior. I said, okay. So Friday, Saturday and Sunday nights from 1130 to 1215, he would want me to pray. So from 11 to 1130 to 12 o'clock is going into, you know, you're praying, you're worshiping, um, you're doing different kinds of prayers. And then at 12 o'clock, it was always spiritual warfare from 12 to 1215. So I didn't, now I I don't mind doing 12 o'clock because I had done that before. So, but that's the time that he had given me. That is my time to pray against the enemy. And then I started to learn, okay, I am a warrior because that's the time to really get the enemy It's from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. in the morning. So he gave me that and I was starting to do it. I had other people that were prayers, prayer warriors as well. We would all get on, we would take turns. We were asking for people if they needed um, prayer. They just call us and give us to us. They would text us, they would come on. It was absolutely wonderful. And as I'm doing this, I'm writing out on an index pad all these different prayers that people wanted and who who was coming from. I, when I tell you, I have a whole case full of them, a lot. But this is what he wanted me to do. So I said, like, okay, I know how to do that. That's good. After that happened, we're, we're still doing it. But then now he's like, I want you to have a prayer shut in. I'm like, a oh, what? This is just how I talk to the Holy Spirit. I'm like, like he's... He's always next to you. So he says, I'm like, you want me to do what? I'm like, what's that? He would give me stuff. And I didn't know what these things are. The press shutting is the one that you do at night. And I remember when we were going to church many moons ago, Tiki, how we would do it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But we also remember that people used to fall asleep. They hear the music and next thing you know, they are. So he showed me how to do that and there was another young lady in, um, where was she at? She was in Nanyu, not in Nanuet, Nyack. She had a beauty salon out there. I think you know who she is, Prophet's Andrea. And I, I found out she had a you know salon. It was a really big and nice salon. And someone said, well, just ask her. I was like, that woman don't know me. She's gonna probably say no. But I went to her, I asked her, she said, absolutely. She allowed me to do three of them. I would do them every quarter. So we would come and we have someone else who was a seer. She would come. We had other people, we put it out there. We had like about six people the first time, but the people that came all had things going on. And as they had things going on, the Holy Spirit would come and he would speak to them. We would do from 10 10 p.m. until 6 a.m. in the morning and then we were over. We did it three, four times. It was absolutely wonderful, but it was a way for him to show me how different things go because I didn't have anybody else and as we're going through all of this stuff people are being delivered people from whatever if some people have some issues but when I tell you the Lord handled them he handled them all now before I even got to that there was somebody I had met and he said to me I hadn't seen him in a long time he got married went to Brooklyn had a church with the wife I see him when I was coming from one of the towns over here. They took me on a detour. But in through this detour, I saw him. I was like, oh my goodness, Reverend Isaiah, how are you? He said, fine, how are you? I don't remember you. I said, well, I remember you. He gave me his name, we talked. And then he said to me that he wanted me to do a talk. He's very, very, he's older and he's old school. So I was like, I don't think I should be doing a talk to your people in your church. He said, no, you gotta come and you gotta do a talk. So we bantered back and forth for a while with that. And then I said, okay, I, I said, okay. He said, he said, take our assistant pastor's number and you go on over there and you just call him. I said, okay. I did that because I knew the gentleman. And I told him that I said, I'm not a pastor. I said, uh, I'm not in any kind of ministry like that. I said, but what I can do, I can come because that's what he wants, but it'll be in six weeks. He said, oh, okay, no problem put my name down. at the end of October. <laughs> so I figured if this is now, it's like the <laughs> beginning of September. So I, he's going to just like, forget about me. And that's going to be the end of that. I get in my car and I said, Holy spirit. I said, I'm not going to that man's church. I have no credentials at all. And I think, you know, just being taught from where we were, I just thought it was not the right thing to do. So at this point, after I made the, um, made the date with the gentleman. I said, well, you know what? This is going to be another month. He's going to forget about me. Well, let me tell you, that's not what happened. Pastor Judy was going to be in New York into Queens and she was doing a service that I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. But the day that she was going to do it, it was a Wednesday and and Wednesdays I was in ministry for missions. So as I'm taking that class, you can't miss a class. Otherwise you have to do it over again. So I told her, no. She said, okay. I hang up the phone and the Holy Spirit said, you are to pick up the phone. You are to call her back first thing in the morning and tell her that you will be there. And I was like, okay, I'll be there. I called her the next morning. I said, mother, I said, the Holy Spirit told me to call you and to let you know that I will be there on Wednesday. She said, oh, daughter, daughter, that's wonderful. She said, you're going to be ordained. Oh, I'm like, don't do what? She said, you <laughs> that wasn't the plan. You're going to be ordained as a minister. I said, I am? She said, yes. I said, well, okay. So as we hang up, I'm thinking, you know what, Holy Spirit? You know, I don't want to this class. I was supposed to be doing missionary work. You already know they on told me if I'm not there for every class, every all seven classes that you're not know, gonna start again. I go to the class that same day I spoke to her and they said, oh, we're not gonna have class on this particular day, which is the day <laughs> that she's doing. God is great. He really, we just have to be, we just have to listen.
0: But, but do you ever imagine that when, when God's giving us instructions and we're trying to like, tell him why or why it won't work or whatever, that he's just sitting there as patient as patient could be like, just shaking his head and smiling. Like, you know, like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have some, some grace with you right now. I'm gonna just have some mercy on you right now. Cause I, I, I created everything in the universe and beyond. I, I kind of think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> But I tell
1: you I didn't and I never told her about the gentleman that wanted me to minister at his church I never said anything I didn't tell anybody because I was like this thing that's going to go away he ain't gonna pay me no attention (laughs) but it never happened so when that Wednesday particular Wednesday came the church had already said that they were canceling the Wednesday and we meet we had to meet Friday that same week I couldn't believe I was like Holy Spirit you are amazing So I go to the church, I get ordained as a minister. Yes, I have a little picture showing it that I've done it. So people will believe there were some people from the old church that we went to that was there. So there's always a witness for something. And that, that was it. And that's when he started to, to get me into doing different things. So that's when he's like, okay, I need you. You got to learn how to pray. I'm not how to pray. You're going to do it. Like, and he told me, he taught me how to pray. He taught me how to do the um the shut-in how to actually put it together he did everything there was nothing that I did because I didn't know what I I literally did not know what I was doing and as I went along I never played like I knew that I knew what to do or anything like that and the last thing I had to do was to go to you know I said Holy Spirit okay so I want to be like my mom I want to do what she's doing So he was the one who went to Pastor Judy and told her, because I didn't know she was in the church I was going to. I didn't even know she was going to be there. I just happened to go. And she was there. I was like, oh, hello, mother. How are you? She's like, fine, daughter. Okay. I sit down. Next thing you know, she's talking about people coming together. The one, two, and three, come up here. And then she anointed all of us together to be um, apostolic intercessors to out, actually go out there and we are going to be warriors for God. When I tell you nothing in my life has been the same since, I completely can tell you nothing's been the same. And, you know, I'm still my little goofy self at times. I still have fun and stuff like that, you know? But when it's time for the enemy, that's gone away. And now you're doing what? You're not doing anything to anybody. And then I'm into uh warrior mode when I'm praying against the enemy, especially at night. So people are telling me, well, I'm having this issue or that issue. I'm like, oh, you are? No, you're not. So I've learned to um, not just acknowledge the enemy, but also to knock him down. Mm -hmm. And And I also learned that the enemy, he does a whole bunch of different things. And you just have to know what he's doing and how he's doing it. And who is he doing it to? I understand that there's different layers of the enemy. So he can be at layer number one or I can be a layer number two. Right now, I think I'm at layer number two because I've conquered all the ones at layer one. Because when it's time to battle, I'm not scared. Even if they're at level four, I'm still not scared. So it would probably be like David with Goliath. (laughs) As big as he was and as big as David was, there's two different things. But that's when I look at myself, that's what I see. I cannot be afraid of the enemy at any level at all. And when God is ready, he's gonna take me to the next level where I'm going to fight the enemy at that level for whatever right. it is. Right. So that's where I'm at now. I absolutely enjoy it. I've had to go through since the last time I saw you, I've had to go through many many fights here where I'm at a lot of stuff I didn't think I would have to go through, I had to go through them. But it's okay because I know God is always there and when I can't do anymore, I say Holy Spirit, I need help. I need help right now when that happens there's always somebody to call me to help me so that i can get that that strength that i need Mm -hmm. because he's going to tell i'm not calling nobody to tell them anything i'm saying jesus i need help holy spirit you see me over here i need help and they are going to be the ones that go out and get a person to call me and say oh hey how you doing come on you know i want to come on over okay come over And then when that happens, then I'm getting charged again. I'm getting the energy that I need because you don't know the energy is going because you can't see it. You really can't. But who sees it? The Holy Spirit, Jesus see it, God see it. And they will make sure that they come into you to get somebody to come and pray for you, come to talk to you or whatever it is that you need. So right now I'm doing pretty good with that. I really am. And it's, when I tell you, since my mom transitioned, which is, mm, it's almost going to be four years. Um, I can tell you that that I have learned a lot. I've gone to the Philippines. I wasn't going to go, but then I said, you know, why not? Let me go. And I I went there and I learned how other people live, and how when we're here in our country in the United States, how we take things for granted absolutely i went over there um when i go over there when i went over there it was like wow these people are broke but they still love god they still love god so i've learned a lot with that i would always want to do another missionary um another missionary you know trip to wherever as long as god says i can go i can go um and I, and I like it and because he's given me different things to work with different people, different places, going through different things. He's always teaching me. And when I tell you like three years ago, I didn't have any of this. I really, really did not. So I'm grateful. I'm thankful. Even some of the stuff I'm still going through now, he told me, he said, you were to go to this house and you are to stay there. And I was like, excuse me, I'll leave. Thank you. <laughs> I don't, I don't need no aggro. He was like, every time I say absolutely not. So I'm doing what he says. He knows I don't like it, but I know it's what he wants me to do because I already have a plan for myself, but that may not be his plan again. Oh, right. So I'm doing the things that he wants me to do. I'm like, okay, you told me not to leave. You told me to stay. I'm going to stay. I don't like the way I have to live. This is not, this is just not me. I lived a totally different way, a different life, but you're you're doing it for a reason. I don't know what the reason is, but you know what the reason is. You just want me to be here. And that's what I'm doing. Sometimes he's not gonna tell you why he wants you to do something. He just wants you to be obedient and just do it.
0: Yes,
1: and you know what? I had to learn. I really had to learn how to do that because I'm gonna tell you something. I take my car, I said, I'll leave everything behind. I'll take my car and I will go. I don't care if I have a dollar in my pocket, I'll leave, you know But he was like, no, absolutely not. So Ooh. that's where I'm at now. It's a whole learning process because he's teaching something probably to me and also to the other person that is here. So just so people understand it's a family member. <laughs> people about thinking it's something else no, it's not. it's a family member and he wants people he wants the families to be together. Mm-hmm. but if he sees, that things are not the way he wants them to be, he's going to fix it so that they are the way that he wants them to be, irregardless of whether you want to stay or not. So it's also a learning process for me.
0: And I also believe that there were prayers that your mom has prayed that still have to be answered at this mm-hmm. time. You know, like just because mm-hmm. your mom has transitioned, it doesn't mean that she is or her prayers transitioned also her prayers went forth absolutely and absolutely so they still have to come to pass yes and that yes. might be part of the reason you know it's not for us to try to figure out why it's just more or less say yes mm-hmm. and so that could be part of the reason that you know god has I allowed know. them to stay or is telling you to stay put where you are for the time being Mm-hmm. And it's, always, we already it. know that it's always the greater the reward. And I'm not saying that we do it for the reward, but we know that He's just, God is just good like that. So when we say yes and we do what He's asking of us without understanding that's faith, that's trust. Yes. That it comes back to us with such, in such ways that we, can't even imagine that Ephesians three twenty, you know exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think or imagine that's how it winds up coming back to us and so that's very 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 exciting the 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 question that I have for you I know I think I've seen pictures um from Facebook because as you already know I was off for a couple of years from Facebook and I've just recently come back on it's been a couple of months now but you were, doing, you were doing a class or a conference or something to that effect, correct? Probably so, <laughs> yes. Or was that part of your shut-in? I'm not sure. I know you're did I of- an an army, Did I have an army jacket? I, I don't remember, but I remember that there was an announcement about the registration, and then um, there yes. was a picture with okay. and some other ladies taking
1: a yeah. okay so that was the next thing that he wanted me to do which is to do deliverance ministry because remember i'm already doing the prayers thing on prayers on friday saturday sunday night from 11 30 to 12 15 now because before it was 11 45 to 12 15 but now he wants me to do it 1130 because I wasn't doing prayer and worship. I wasn't doing that because that's not what he told me. This year he said, I want you to do 15 minutes praise and worship and then do the rest of the stuff. I'm like, okay, not a problem. So I've been doing that. And one of the things he um, started me doing last year, which sometimes I just, I just don't know stuff. I just don't know. Um, what he showed me was, I want you to do deliverance. I said, deliverance? So I said, you mean that you want me to talk to people and then put my hands on them when they when they need money the health or something like that they all fall out and then they come back the next week because they haven't i said no thank you i'm I'm not doing that (laughs) so the holy spirit was like no and someone called me and said hey i know you want to do some delivering stuff I said I don't know about all of that because you know what the people fall down and next you know they're getting up again I said I'm not in that I said no I don't I don't want to do that so she gave me the name of a place to go to I said okay let me just let me just check it out so I checked out their website and I looked this I looked at all the information they had and I was like hmm this really sounds interesting I said I'm going to sign up so I signed up I did three classes online. that would have every other month. And one I went to visit at the end of the year. And what they taught me was about deliverance because the Lord had sent the guy who was doing my um, doing the oil. So he would come in, he would check the oil tank and you know the furnace and stuff. But he was a deliverance minister. And he would come and he would stay and talk to me. He would be in my house for like three hours. So one hour with the furnace. The other two hours is him telling me about deliverance. I'm like, oh my goodness, wow, you know? So as the Lord is showing me that he wants me to do this, I really didn't know if I wanted to do something like that or not because I see people, you know, their hands are laid on, they fall out on the ground, they get up, but they still come back again when there is another deliverance minister that comes in. And I just did, I was like, I don't believe all of that. I just don't, I don't see it working. Right. So through the training, I learned, how a person is supposed to be delivered and, and what they actually go through and what are all the things that you have to speak to them about, about being delivered. So I said, all right. I said, okay, Holy Spirit, I, I'm, well, I got it. Now this makes sense to me because now I can see people getting delivered um, and not coming back on the line again because why? You have to teach people about maintaining yes. what you have received. And because that wasn't happening, because we have a guest that's coming and they're, you know, they're laying hands on, there's no one there to do the maintenance with the person. So they know that, okay, we've got him off now, but if you go outside, trust me, he's going to be out there waiting for you and he's going to come back again. There's a process that we have to go through for that. And guess what? I was able to learn what the process was. So when I talk about the enemy, now the enemy is definitely afraid of me because I already know what I'm supposed to do to you. If I see it, I'm going to work on it. I'm getting rid of it. And I'm going to help that person so that they don't have to go through those same things again. Because we're all supposed to be able to fight against the enemy. When we accept Christ as Lord and Savior, we're also not just with Christ. We're also a part of the kingdom of God. We're also part of the army of the Lord. We have to be able to, we have to be able to defend ourselves. And most people don't trust me. I don't. And I think one of the reasons for me, why I'm really good in it. And I, I do not, I don't throw it to the side and say, Oh yeah, because I've lost so much in my life. I've had so much money, people, friends, relationship, husbands, all taken away from me. Why? Because, Um, The the Lord is there to help me make the money I'm supposed to make by working and stuff like that. But I did not know about deliverance. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know how to pray against the enemy for my family. I didn't know how to do that because I was never taught it. So now that I know, and I'm like, oh, I see the enemy knows that I don't know. And since he knows, I don't know, he does whatever he wants, whenever he feels like it. So in life, what happens, we'll maybe, we're supposed to be going from one to 10. I can tell you, I made up to from one to maybe five. And that's about it with my career. Anything else, one to two, one to three. It was never up to the top where I needed to be for Christ. It was never there. But it was not there because I didn't know how to fight against the enemy. And that's where most people are today. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to fight against the enemy. They just don't know because there's not enough people, I'll I'll keep it like that. There's not enough people that do know or that, um, that are religious as far as being a pastor or a priest or anybody that's into the word to really know, they're not showing somebody else. They're doing other things. Or sometimes they're just scared, I don't know. But I'm not afraid of the enemy. And once we learn not to be afraid of the enemy, and just get the scriptures stay with the holy spirit and just be confident that you know that the holy spirit is going to work you have no problem but most people don't know that
0: so what would you suggest to people who know that there's something that's missing believe that they've been called to do more in christ what would you suggest for them to do
1: I would suggest that they get in contact with me because I can teach them and show them exactly what to do. Does that mean you have to be with me forever? No, but I can at least point things out and I can show people what to do. So when you saw us, um, we were in a hotel and we were doing our deliverance ministry. And it was me teaching other ladies how to fight against the enemy. No, I don't care what's going on in your life. If you use what I tell you to use, you will win. There is so many different things that you have to do to fight against the enemy before you can actually, you're going to be saved, but before you're actually the one that has all the power and the authority, the one that has um, that you, it's like when you, you're doing a game and you're the game, you're like the champion of the game. It's hard for you to get that if you don't know what to do. See, now the enemy is always going to fight against us, always, but we have to know how to fight against the enemy so that we are always on top. We are always winning. We are always there to help other people. See, because as long as he can't help, as long as we can't help ourselves, guess what? He's in there. So that's what I do. When we had that, I went through the first part of deliverance ministry and that's basic stuff that you need to know and then once people know the basic stuff which is your memory things you need to know and things you need to get away with then we go into the advanced boot camp and the advanced boot camp for us you have homework that you must do we go through the camp through the boot camp when we talk about the different areas in our life that we have to pray about things that we have to do and then i give them homework for a week And when they finish with the homework in the next week, that's when we come together and that's when we pray against the enemy, just like they do in the churches. They lay your hands on. There's a whole whole, uh, assignment that we do just for that. And then once that's done, I have them come back in like another two weeks and I want to know, what have you been doing? Has it been working? The stuff that I've given you, has it been working for you? Because now that you've gone through all this, now you are a warrior that can fight against the enemy. So as we think about it, it's like, uh, it's just like being the bully and you're going to school. Now, until you deal with that bully, he's gonna always come, he's gonna always try to bother you in some way, shape or form. But once you, act, once you uh, hit the bully back, acknowledge the bully, and don't run or cry anything like that. Guess what? He can't do it anymore. You fight the bully back. Once the bullies fight back, guess what? The bully's weak. And now you're the one who's the strong one. It's the same thing in deliverance. It's the exact same thing. So I know that there have been so many times where the enemy has done things to people and they would call me or send me an email. I'm like, what? All right, 12 o'clock. It's over for you. Yeah, because guess what? He's around us all the time, too, listening. So I let him know 12 o'clock, you're done. That's like when that's I was like back in done. school,
0: like, oh, at three o'clock, I'll we'll meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: It's the same thing. So he knows what's going to happen when 12 midnight comes. He already knows. So for me, My prayer watches are, because there's eight prayer watches. So mine is from nine o'clock. Well, it's the second and third. So it's the last half hour of the second, which is favor with man, favor with God and divine protection. And then it's the third watch which is 12 o'clock at night, which is against the enemy from 12 to three. So the Holy Spirit has said from 1130 until 1215 is your time sometimes it goes a little longer it depends if i really get into it like really into it and i'm like really angry we could be there an hour and a half because i'm going to say every scripture i can until i'm finished and so i feel like i don't want to hit you no more that's the way it goes but other people have to learn how to do the same thing and because now are you know, the last days and we can see some things that the enemy is doing out there or god is allowing us to see we have to know that we have to start getting ready to save our family and save our loved ones from whatever the enemy's trying to do because he knows it's the last day. That's why he's trying to get our children. He's trying to break up marriages. He's trying to have men as, as gay. He has trying to do women as gay. Men with men, women, women. And we know that's not something that God wants. So he's doing a lot of things. And when God pulls us back, we should say, well, I can't do this or why I can't do that. No, 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 no. If he has pulled you back, it's because he wants you to see what is actually going on so that you understand that, guess what? These are the
0: last days. I'm showing you what you need to see. Yes. They're already going to have us ignorant of the enemy's devices. He's
1: not. He's mm-hmm. really not.
0: And just
1: like we already know that there's going to be the time when our Christian people, we're going to be gone because God's going to say, oh, time to go. And we're going to leave there's going to be things that are going on. We already know that there's going to be, the enemy is going to come. We already know there's going to be another president say he's the greatest and then he's going to switch on everybody. We already know all of that stuff. But how how do people know that now to get prepared? Well, we have, I probably shouldn't say this, so forgive me people. We have our president telling us that you must get vaccine. If you work in a hospital, if you're working in home health care, If you are working in federal courts, if you're working under the federal, anything federal, you have to have this. Now, if you don't, you will not be able to work. Okay, so you're probably saying this, so what does that have to do with anything? It has a lot to do with what's going on with the enemy is going to be doing later on. Because what is going to happen (laughs) as we all go to heaven, because we're doing what we're supposed to do and we know we're waiting for Christ, there's going to be other people that are going to be left here. That have not confessed Christ, that have not lived by what He's told them to live by, who just, just live in whatever they want to live in the world today, and the same thing is going to happen. You, if you do not get your hands or your head put with something, guess what? It's gonna be a problem for you. You're not gonna be able to eat, you're not gonna be able to buy anything. You are gonna get the mark of the beast. So, how do we know that by looking at what's going on today? When when um Our president tells us that if you work in these areas, you have to have a, you have to have a vaccine. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So if we sit back and we listen to the things that are going on, that's how we know because God is not gonna leave us ignorant to what's going on. He's just not gonna do that. He's not gonna do it. So he's showing us right now that pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Time is short. Now, some people don't think time is short. And I mean, and that's fine. I personally think time is short. So that's why one of the things I'm doing that God has given me is to go out and teach people about deliverance ministry. Teach them what they need to fight against the enemy. Fight, fight, fight. Because even though we're fighting now, I this is just Jackie believing that. Remember, when everything is done here, there's still gonna be some people that come that are gonna be, living on earth with us when jesus comes back and some of them they're they're not going to be all 100 doing what they're supposed to do but they will be Christians. and then we're going to have the enemy that's going to be locked up for a certain amount of time but some of them bad people are still going to be trying to act up on the earth you have to know how to fight against the enemy and get rid of him at that time as well the people that do not want to listen they just feel like, okay, I made it in. You ain't made it, yeah, you made it in, but you still got to do what God tell you to do. while He's here? So we want to learn how to do that stuff now. So when we have the training, Tiki. I tell you, I have no problem doing it. If somebody asks, comes to my house and say, I want to be taught on deliverance right now, I say, okay, let me get my book with the papers and stuff that you're going to need, and I'm going to give it to you because there's stuff that you have to get out of your system so that you're able to fight against the enemy because he has something on everybody every single person but you have to know what it is so that he doesn't try to take over and keep you where you're at this is a time that we're supposed to be fighting and to me it doesn't matter when if you can call me midnight and i'll be like okay i'll talk to you and i'll tell you what you need to know because it's that important we cannot we just cannot do what we want to do any longer we really have to start paying attention because god is coming back
0: jesus is coming back whether we want to admit it, whether we like it is happening, you know, That's and right. I think that there are people that don't understand it, but that will be a conversation for another time. Our responsibility is, is, as we are led to share, to share and to walk in love because it's not about trying to control people. It's not a mind trick or whatever the thing, you know, whatever somebody might want to think it is, because there will be people listening to the, pro- to the podcast that's, they're not going to understand everything that you're saying. However, Mm -hmm. it doesn't negate the truth. Mm -hmm. And what we're looking for is we're looking for people to be saved. We're looking for people to be saved. God has given them such a great gift. And most of the times, the reason that people are not receiving the gift, honestly, is because they're looking at the church and saying, you know, we're not what we're supposed to be we're not who we claim to be and they don't see the power they don't see the truth people they want I I believe that people want to believe but because we a lot of us don't even believe (laughs) how how are you know how are you going to get them to believe if you don't even truly believe and and so therefore Mm -hmm. they're not coming but as pastor judy has said because these are the last days those of us who are still here we are part of the remnant and our responsibility is to go forth and to and to just share to pray and to share and to get get you know point people mm-hmm. to christ so that mm-hmm. they aren't lost and that they're not left behind and that they're not um without uh, just without the truth or without power, without knowing what to do, you know, in these upcoming days, because the days are dark. I would love to continue this conversation, but we are already like right at the time okay. to stop. But I just want to say, I so appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on here because when we spoke, I, the, the passion that you have about this and, and seeing the transformation from you first saying, I'm not doing that to where you are now. It's something that can only be described as God working in us and through us to do of his goodwill and pleasure. Absolutely. However, he still needs for us to say yes. And you did that. You said your yes. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad you did. What I would like is to get your information to be able to share Absolutely the podcast in case anyone would like to reach out to you and get more information, because this is always what I'm looking to do for our podcast is always to help people to continue to move forward in different areas. It's not just ministry. God has given me, you know, businesses and, and different things, people writing. It's about helping people to move forward in their destinies and in their dreams. So thank you again, Jackie, for being you're with welcome. us today. And I will share the link with you so that you're able to send out to as many people as you you know, are able to. And I will share this as well because we want people to be informed. Absolutely. Let me give you my information. People can can give it. I'm good. You can send it to me, and I'll put it on the uh, the information for the podcast in the description. You've got it, my dear.
1: I love you so much, Tiki. I love you too.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Hold on.